Welcome to the CX Chronicles podcast. This is the show for customer service managers, VPs of customer experience, and all of you other CXers out there. Every week, we are going to dig into topics, challenges, wins, and updates in the CX and customer service community. I'm your host, Adrian Brady Chisana. Check us out at CXChronicles.com. Feel free to reach out to us anytime. Thank you so much for being a part of the CX Chronicles Nation. Today we welcome Julia Loud, Director of Customer Operations at Betterment in New York City. On today's show, Julia spends time talking with the CX Nation about her personal journey working with customers, thinking about CX optimization, and helping to build award-winning companies like Betterment and Greenhouse. Julia chats with us about the amazing team of CX folks over at Betterment and how they take care of their customers each and every day. Betterment is an online investment company based in New York City, registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission and a member of the Financial Industry Regulatory Authority, or FINRA. The company is an automated, goal-based investing service. Betterment invests in a portfolio of passive index tracking equity and fixed income exchange-traded funds, or ETFs, and offers both taxable and tax-advantage investment accounts, including traditional and Roth individual retirement accounts, or IRAs. As of March 2018, Betterment had $13.5 billion of assets under management. Ladies and gents, I'd like to welcome Julia Loud to the CX Chronicles podcast. Freshdesk, everything you need to redefine your customer support. Keep track of conversations, resolve your customer issues, support your customer across all channels, and increase your team's productivity. Check out Freshdesk at freshdesk.com today. All right, guys, welcome to the CX Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Brady Chisana. Today we have Julia Loud on the show from Betterment. Julia, welcome to the CX Chronicles podcast. Thanks, Adrian. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. So, guys, Julia is joining us today uh, from Betterment. As I said, she um, is currently the director of customer operations at Betterment. She is working, thinking, and just constantly designing for optimal customer experience every day. And I'm super excited to have her on the show. So, Julia, I'd love to, um, just to start, can you take five minutes or so to tell us about your customer experience journey? How how did you get to where you are today leading the customer operations effort at a company like Betterment? Yeah, uh, absolutely. I think, you know, for me, and, and I think this might, you know, this really resonates, I think, with a lot of people in the industry when it, when we talk about it, but it really hasn't been a straightforward path for me. You know, I didn't graduate from college and say, this is what I want to do. It's <laughs> it's kind of, you know, <laughs> happened, you evolved. Yeah, imagine that. No, I know. I know. Um, so I actually started off uh, my career in recruiting in HR, okay. um, which was a really awesome place to be. You know, I think one of the reasons I liked it so much is because I actually got to connect with both other people at the companies that I was working at yep. and also with candidates. And I, and I figured out that that was one of the most exciting parts about that job for me was just getting to know a lot of different people, figuring out, you know, what the candidates were looking for, working with hiring managers, figuring out kind of what 
what they needed and how I could help them. Um, and, and so I spent a, a bunch of years doing that. Um, and that sort of evolved over time into me taking a deeper dive in some of the operational aspects of recruiting. Okay. Um, and so, you know, thinking more about data and process, um, and, and just making sure that everything was running smoothly. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, and those are kind of my two passions today still, right. Is, is working with people, um, connecting with people and making things run really efficiently. Yep. So, um, my experience in the HR world and that, and that kind of operational space as well actually led me to a company called Greenhouse that makes recruiting software. Um, and Greenhouse is a, is a super cool product. And I started there when the company was really small, um, heading up their enterprise customer support group. Awesome. Um, so yeah, that was, that was kind of my intro into and, the CX space. And Julia, just, just so the CX nation knows full disclosure here, I've, I've used uh, greenhouse at, at, at several of the companies I've been at. And for some of the folks that don't know, it is a super, super helpful tool. Once you get into the world of, um, growing rapidly and you're going to add a bunch of people onto your team in the, in the coming months or quarters and just keeping track of all the resumes, all the internal feedback, all of the, the pros and the cons of a given candidate. It's super, super helpful in terms of packaging that. So, so really, really great tool there. Yeah. And I'll echo that. I mean, it's funny. I'm on the other side of it now. You know, we use Greenhouse here um, at Betterman and, and I love being an end user of it, which is always a great outcome. Yeah. Well, you know it really well too. Exactly. Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm kind of the in-house power Wait, user. Julia, who does, who does, so let me ask you this. When you have a, when you have an issue at, with, with something where you need some help with Greenhouse, do you, you must have a very easy in at the door to get, to get the help that you need at this point. I do. I do. I'm really close with their product team, actually. So uh, awesome. I, I try not to abuse that power, but that's great. De- definitely an option. That's <laughs> yeah, good stuff. great. Um, so, so yeah, I, I ended up at Greenhouse, you know, which was this awesome um, confluence of all my interests. I got to work with customers on a product that I was passionate about that kind of filled a space I was passionate about. Um, and so that was a really cool introduction to me. And, you know, prior to that, I, I had never really considered the CX world as as um, something that I would do, and I found out that I loved it. Mm. Um, you know, I I liked explaining complicated things to our clients. I really liked the relationships I was able to develop, yep. and I liked thinking sort of strategically about you know, how, how could we make this experience better for our customers, whether that was just make it so they didn't have to contact us at all or, or help them with materials or how could we help them help their own teams do better? Sure. All of these questions were um, so interesting to me. And, and I was, I don't know, it was just such a, you know, kind of overwhelming in, in the best possible way introduction to the space. Yep. Um, and, and while I was at Greenhouse, I actually built out that, that whole enterprise CX team, um, as, as they grew their own enterprise business. Okay. Um, so, so yeah, that's kind of how, how I really got into it. And then, um, you know, coming into Betterment, um, you know, I came to Betterment because in my earlier career, I had worked in recruiting in the financial space and, and I've always loved what Betterment is doing, um, you know, I think we're making really complicated things accessible to everyone. Um, so I love that mission. And I, I think finance is a really interesting space. But I, I also think it's, you know, an industry that, that probably needs a little bit more uh, practicality. <laughs> totally. Uh, and, and, and Julia, real quick, just tell just tell some of our listeners who might not be familiar with Betterment, give them the quick run through of, of, of what, who you guys are, what you do, and what you're trying to help your users with each and every day. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. So um, Betterment is uh, an investing platform. We're technically a robo-advisor. What that really means is that we try to make retirement investing and everyday investing available to anyone. Um, so, you know, you you sign up with our platform. We um, collect some information from you about your goals, um, you know, how old you are, when you want to retire, maybe you're trying to save for a home, um, things like that. And, and then we help decide what the right risk level is for you. So, you know, maybe you think you're going to retire in a couple of years and you want to be really conservative with your choices. We help you make those decisions. And then we um, basically pick a portfolio for you and we manage it for you over time. Um, and we do all of this, you know, it's, it's online. So it's really tech enabled, easy to use, really good UX. Um, and the idea is basically, you know, you leave all these hard decisions to our team um, it's all automated. So we'll do things like, you know, change your allocation over time as your goals change, um, you know, ask you questions about, hey, you know, are you thinking about these upcoming events that you told us about earlier? Um, have your, you know, your retirement plans changed, anything like that? Um, so, you know, it's what, what our goal is really is to make investing available to everyone, no matter how much money they have, no matter what their goals are um, or what their objectives are. That's great. That's awesome. And, and, and seriously, guys, folks in the CX Nation, if if you um, haven't already selected a medium in which to invest for the future, you need to take, take a look at Betterment. Everything that Julia just said is spot on. Awesome company, awesome product, uh, super, super helpful. And then more importantly, um, you know, it, it, it helps folks simplify what, what, what can be a, a rather stressful um series of choices for, for most people. Some people are really comfortable investing their cash and, and saving their cash and thinking about that. Other folks aren't. And Betterment really helps to simplify it. So check it out. Take a look at it. You will not, uh, you will not um, have any time wasted by doing that. You know, Julia, I wanted to chat. I, I wanted to kind of circle back to something you said towards the front of the conversation. When I asked you, you know, yeah. how you sort of got started on your CX journey, you you know, you mentioned the, the, the recruiting effort. And it's really funny because when we have folks on the show, I hear two things frequently. I hear recruiting or or, or, or HR where they're where they're looking for talent or, or adding people to the team. And then I hear I hear sales, right? I hear either mm-hmm. inside sales or business development or maybe even, you know, outside sales where you're pounding the pavement and you're going and knocking on doors. And I find it funny because if you think about it with 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 those two worlds, right, you, there's a lot of similarities in terms of, you know, number one, talking to people each and every day and literally just like learning people's story, understanding how you can help them and, and thinking about, um, you know, what you need to do to provide a really sound sound experience. So I think it's funny that like with you coming, you're, you're, you're another one that we're chalking up to the world where you're coming from the, the recruitment background, which is a form of selling, right? You're selling talent. Absolutely. Right? You're bringing, you're bringing new talent into a business. But I find that funny. I just wanted to note on that because I think it's interesting that folks continue to come from all sorts of different angles, but those two are the ones that come up the most. Um, so Julia, I would like to um, take a couple minutes to talk about the CX success pillars. You know, we spend a ton of time talking about team tools, process and feedback. And um, I'd love to learn a little bit about how you, how you kind of think about those pillars of CX success and, and, and just try to, Give us a better idea. Where do you spend the bulk of your time um, with the Betterment team? Yeah, um, you know, that's kind of shifted over time as, as we've grown. But these days, um, you know, I, I focus a lot on the team. And, and by that, I mean uh, more team structure than the individuals. We have an amazing team here. Um, and, and we do a lot with with training and career development for them, for sure. Um, that's great. But 
but yeah, and, and, you know, I, it's, that's definitely something that's, that's changed a lot as we've grown, which makes me really happy. Um, I love people that can see a career path in, in CX here. Um, you know, it used to be people would kind of be part of the team, do it for a couple of years and then move into another department. Absolutely. Now there's a lot more structure when, and I love that. Um, so yeah, but, but recently I've been thinking a lot about, you know, how, especially as we've gotten to scale, you know, how can we structure the team so that we're most efficiently helping out our customers? Um, and, and that actually also goes back to the, the feedback um, as well. So we're trying to listen to our customers at this big picture level. So obviously every day we're listening to the individual things that they say, but right now we're trying to look at all of this data that we have from our customers mm. and think about what does this mean for our product? Like it is this amazing wealth of information. We obviously have a marketing team and a user research team, but at the end of the day, it's really our CX team that is on the ground hearing what our customers want day in and day out. So we're trying to take advantage of that and really use that information to drive our product roadmap so that we can give our customers what they want. That's awesome. And and just just to just to poke on something, what is the bulk of the of the customer interaction today at a company like Betterment? Are you guys primarily talking with your with your customers by telephone? Is it still lots of emails? How do you sort of chat back and forth with these folks? Yeah, you know, it's it's really a mix. Um, I would say probably split almost 50-50 between phone and email. Um, we we did do live chat for a little while. We consolidated into phone and email recently just because we wanted to staff those channels a little bit better. Sure, yeah. um, you know, chat is still a really, really great channel. But one of the things that we've learned in our industry is that especially when it comes to your finances, um, it can be really emotional. I mean, you know, I get it. It's it's your life savings. It's your retirement. Like, yeah, it's, for sure. It's yep. scary. Yeah, people don't um, screw around with their money. You're right. No, exactly. And so the phone is is a really, even though it's not the most efficient channel, it's a really important channel for us because a lot of times, especially with this much emotion involved, people want to talk to someone on the other end. Um, and in particular, because we are a tech company, you know, our, our retirement investing advice is automated, but they want to make sure that there's also a human element to it. And that's kind of where our team comes in and, and why the phone remains an important channel for us. That's great. That's great. No, that, 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 that really does make sense. It's going to be interesting interesting to see as as our population ages, Julia, what that looks like for Betterment's future. For example, what I mean by that is some of these younger folks, right, um, younger consumers of all different types of products and services, they might be super comfortable talking about a sensitive topic via chat or SMS, right? Yeah. Or, 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 or maybe even, um, um, I, I mean, video chat. It's going to be funny to see sort of where that goes. It's, But I, it makes perfect sense that today we're still living in a world where phones and emails are going to be the bulk of the communications. Now, to, 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 to add to that... With 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 some of those tools that you're talking about, is the team structured in a way in which people have um, very specific focus points and specific roles, or is it a, is it a pliable type of team where they're they're sort of um, put in a position where they're set up to to deal with a variety of different type of client and customer uh, requests and inquiries. Yeah, you know, it's really a mix of both. So our, our core team, which we we kind of think of as our generalist team, they're amazing. They they know 
everything about our product. So they're equipped to answer questions about, um, you know, how to actually use the software when they log in, um, you know, how to actually interact with it, with our user experience, everything from that to how do I, how do I get my tax forms? Nice. You yeah, know, how do, right, how do I file, right. you know, with the IRS, things like that. So it really runs the gamut from some sort of kind of ease of use to some really more complex, you know, financial and technical questions. Yep. Um, so that team is equipped to answer that. Um, but we also have a couple of specialized teams and that's, that's been, um, relatively recent, probably the past six months or so. And those have helped drive efficiency a lot for us. Um, so the example that I like to highlight is, um, we have kind of a back office operations team that that does a lot of the processing. So, for example, if you um, you know transfer from Vanguard to Betterment and Vanguard sends us a check, that back office team deposits the check and credits your account, etc. Okay. Sure. Yep. Um, and so, a lot of that is is you know kind of in the weeds, um, really specific domain knowledge. And so, we formed a specialized servicing team that works very closely with that back office operations team to answer these technical questions that customers. Customers might have. Okay. Um, so you know, where are my funds right now? Um, hey, you bought you bought some securities for me. Um, what what happens next? You know, when do I see those in my account? Things like that. Um, you know, sometimes they need to get additional information from that back office team um, and their position, so they have both the subject matter knowledge and then the access to that team, so we can get customers' answers more quickly. Um, that historically had been a pain point um, both for customers because they weren't always getting the right information, um, or it was taking a couple of back and forths to get it. Um, and it was also really challenging for the generalist team because they were responsible for knowing so much, um, and then adding this additional layer of very specialized knowledge didn't make a lot of sense yep. um, when it was really their goal to be kind of the all-around experts. Okay. Um, so that's been driving efficiency. We've actually cut down... Um, I think um, for the this back office operations team, they actually spend about 15 to 20% less time per week answering customer inquiries or that's helping great. out with customer inquiries. So it's really great. That's awesome. That's a huge return right there. That's a, that, that's yeah. a great, great improvement. Um, in terms of some of the systems that we that that, that 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 your team uses to actually get through the day to day i'd love to chat about as much as we can i understand that there's some things that we can't talk about but like i'd love to understand sure. what type of toolkit is required to serve all of these customers at betterment and and sort of how you and your team use that toolkit to to, to manage that day to day Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, we use in terms of the the platform that we use to chat with customers, we use Zendesk um, for for really all of our needs right now. We just switched on to Zendesk Talk. Uh, so far, so good. Oh, nice. Um, but, good. So we use yeah, it's been it's been really great. Um, and we use them for obviously for our, our email support as well. And that's kind of our core tool. Um, it's really nice to have everything in one place. For sure. Yep. Um, and then beyond that, we have a couple of internal tools that, that our engineering teams have actually built that help us service customers. So they give us some visibility into what's going on in the customer's account so that we can actually see that if they have questions, we know exactly what's happening in their account on the back end. Yep. Um, and so having that, that resource is extremely valuable because we're not just relying on the customer to say, hey, you know, I see that it says 56 over here on the left. Yeah, right, um, right. We're able to actually see see what they see. So. So that's really valuable. Um, 
And then, um, you know, the third thing that I think that that I use a little bit more than the team does day to day is um, our data engineering team is amazing. And they have been able to use uh, the Zendesk APIs to export nice. yep. all the Zendesk data into some database tables for me. That's awesome. That's which awesome. Which is so cool. And you guys yeah. are seeing this real time, Julia? Yeah, pretty much. That's um, sweet. Yep. And, it, you know, it happens every couple minutes or so. But then I can query those data um, to see kind of, you know, look at a bunch of metrics. Zendesk has some good reporting built in, but this allows us to do a lot more sophisticated analysis um, on this data that we're getting from our customers, which is really cool. That's huge. So, I mean, not only are you getting um, a ton of a ton of valuable data, but you guys are going to be able to continue to cut into that over time. And especially as those reports continue to advance and evolve, you, the, the, the insights and the learnings that you're going to get from your customer base is going to be incredible. It's going to be incredible. Yeah, I mean, I'm so excited about it. Our product team is, I think, just starting to see just how powerful that can be, which is also very cool to watch. You know, I'm I'm happy you brought this up, Julie, because I think that this is some you know this is something that I've been thinking a ton about lately. But for for a lot of the listeners who are you know certainly not at Betterment's level, right? Betterment is an incredible company that's 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 been able to do so much in such a short period of time. But for some of these smaller startup founders and some of these smaller businesses, right, that are part of the CX Nation that listen to each and every one of these shows, that is one of the trickiest parts, right? Like if you're, yeah. if you're, if you're, let's, uh, if you're a small laundry business, right, keeping track and, and figuring out how to, how to actually pull meaningful data points that can actually help you increase the bottom line, that's going to be tough. You're dealing with like, mm-hmm. first of all, you're wearing every other hat as it is. So you're dealing right. with, with like running the delivery fleet, running the, the the desk, dealing with all the customers, dealing with all the, the inbound, the outbound. But like, this is something that I would love for us to figure out how we can keep pushing on, how people can like think about how they can improve simplified data. Because the reality is, even if you only have a few data points to search on, it could still be helpful, even if you are a small business or a small startup. Um, do you have some ideas in terms of what's worked for you to identify and isolate some of the the key performance indicators that make sense for you to track? Do you have any ideas around that that could be helpful for some of those folks? Yeah, you know, I'm glad you asked because this is something I actually think about a lot and, and have kind of thought about in various ways for my whole career, starting with recruiting data all the way, you know, yeah, up right. to, to here at Betterment. Right. Um, and I think the the common I think pitfall that a lot of people get into when they think about it is they say, oh my God, I need to track everything. Um, and so, and that's really overwhelming, right? You don't, you don't actually need to track everything. Um, even though it, you know, when you kind of look at it, you're like, oh my gosh, I could do this. I could do this. Um, at the end of the day, um, you know, I think, what, what makes the most sense and what makes it ultimately easier to manage in the long run and say, what things do I really care about? You know, so if you're providing a service to people, um, may, maybe, you know, one of the things that you care a lot about is, is how quickly they receive the service or something. Yep. So maybe you just start off by just tracking that, you know, it's, it's easy to add things over time. So you start simple with one or two things that you really care about. Um, maybe you're collecting a satisfaction score, a CSAT score when your, your team is, or, or you are interacting with the customer. Maybe that's kind of your, your big thing that you want to focus on. Yep. Um, 
And so I think, you know, when people hear data, they think I need to come up with this strategy and a plan and all of these reports where really, you know, just kind of start with one or two things that you care about and, and go from there. Um, and that's, you know, advice that was given to me in the past and has been really helpful. And, and honestly, even at the scale that, that we are today um, and the amount of resources that, that I have available to me in that area, that really still holds true because, you know, we can only really make one big change at a time at the end of the day. So we're trying to listen for the most powerful signals and the, and the things that are the most meaningful for us and, and our customers. Yep. Um, and I, I think that makes it more approachable. You are 100% right, Julia. Boiling the ocean is, uh, it sounds fun, but it is very, very difficult to do that. Um, there's also, you, you're spot on, right? If, when uh, any individual or any team or any organization selects a few items, you know, a few, a few uh, objectives and key results that they know is going to push them onto the next level, and, and, and they really use the power of focus to, to, to laser focus in on those things, big things happen for that company. Big things happen for that individual and big things happen for those teams that, 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 that use that power of focus. So gr- great points all around there. Um, so with, uh, with that being said, I would love to see, is there, is there anything else that's, that's, that's coming up in terms of, you know, upcoming events or maybe even conferences or books or articles, things that you want the CX Nation to know about Betterment or to know about yourself or your team, Julia? Um, you know, I, I think I'll use this opportunity to um, talk a little bit about our 401k business. For all of you guys listening that maybe have smaller companies, I think one of the things that we've learned here is that, you know, the earlier you start saving for retirement, the better. Um, and, and, you know, having a 401k plan can be a really great way for people to do that. I know that not all companies have the, the resources to put that in place for their employees, but, um, one of, one of our products, it's not our main business line. Um, but, but we do have a 401k product, um, called betterment for business, which is kind of has all the advantages, um, of our, of our core product. So super easy to use, really nice UX. Um, and, and that holds true for the, the HR folks or whoever is administering the 401k plan. So that's actually one of the things that I'm, I'm really excited about these days. Um, you know, we spend a lot of time talking to HR teams that are using that product as part of our servicing. Um, so it's, it's really exciting to hear that, how that's been helping them. So, um, you know, that's been, that's been getting me really excited. And then on a more, um, you know, kind of CX focused personal note, I've been actually thinking a lot recently about messaging as a channel. So kind of real time messaging as, as a way to maybe, um, bridge the gap between kind of phone and chat. Um, so that's maybe something that, that you guys can go out and explore, but that's been on my mind a little bit recently. I love that. And I think that we should maybe talk offline about that more because it's, um, even, even here with the, with the CX Chronicles podcast and with the CX nation, we're always thinking about ways that we can better connect these folks. Um, I know that I've had a number of individuals that have called in or emailed in asking to be connected to past guests and things like that. And that's literally why we're building this thing. It's literally why we're putting the show together. It's why we're trying to, 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 to make this CX Nation be something that can actually help with that. So Julia, you and I are going to talk offline on, uh, about that separately because I've already got a bunch of ideas for you. So awesome. we'll, we'll do that. But Julia, this this was an absolute pleasure. We're so happy that you were able to come on the show, chat chat with us about all the awesome things happening at Betterment. And uh, and, and and again, just so appreciative for you, for you taking the time to come on the show with us today. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much, Julia.
so much for listening to another episode of CX Chronicles. Be sure to subscribe, save, and share with all of your fellow CXers. And until next time, make happiness a habit, CX Chronicles Nation. Check us out at CXChronicles.com. 